So for Christmas, like, I usually have, like, a huge list of things that I want. But this year, like, I actually only wanted these giant cups um, from Williams-Sonoma. Why are you lying? What do you mean, why am I lying? I saw your list. Oh, yeah. I actually forgot about my list. But honestly, this is the most important thing on my list were these cups. And, like, anyone that knows me knows, like, I love tea. Like, I'm tea over coffee any day. And I've been that way for years. It was my aunt that put me on tea. Like, when I was young, I used to go to, like, uh, like tea houses, you know, and, like, tea parties. And I just, like, always loved tea. The first tea I ever had was Earl Grey tea. Can you believe that? I still remember it. Hmm. And my mom used to only drink plain black tea. And I put her on Earl Grey tea. Like, she never had Earl Grey before. And then she loved it, and she only drank Earl Grey. She hasn't had a lot of things. Until I put her on jasmine tea, like, years later. And now she only drinks jasmine tea. Like, she won't even touch Earl Grey tea. Isn't that crazy? But for me, those, those are, like, super basic teas, you know? Like, mm-hmm. now I feel like a tea connoisseur. <laughs> but... Anyways, these teas, I mean, these teacups are amazing. So I was, like, so skeptical about... Because they're, like, double-lined teacups, and they are glass. But they have, like, a double lining. They feel like plastic. I know, but they're glass. And I've had, like, these double-lined bowls before, and they totally still, like, heat it up. Like, I, I was like, oh, they're double-lined. Like, they won't burn me. And I put them on my lap and, like, burn the shit out of my legs. <laughs> trying to eat ramen you know Mm -hmm. that I made like on the stove like a a true you know oriental Uh, (laughs) I learned from them you know like all my Asian friends taught me how to like make ramen on the stove rather than like heating up in the microwave but anyways these actually are not they actually like keep your the outside cool so I can hold it like this and it's just like barely warm like you can still get the effect of like holding your, you know, your tea in your hands and like mm-hmm. it being like warm, but it's not burning the fuck out of my hands, which I love because I deal with that every day. And then I have to sit there, you know, while the tea collects dust. Anyways, I'm so excited for these teacups. He bought me four of them because you have to have a set of four, like four plates, four bowls, four teacups. Plus I go through so many teacups. I mean, like I literally have how many more over there, but we're going to get rid of those and just have these. They're so amazing. I think, like, I want to stock my whole house with these when I get... Maybe I'll set up 12 over there, so... 12, yeah. Plus four. But I love these. I love them. My favorite gift. Thank you. <laughs> Still too hot to drink, though. Anyways. So, and, like, speaking of these teacups, because, like, I'm totally on, like, a rant about them. Um, it was the... It was Kourtney Kardashian. These are the Kourtney Kardashian teacups. They're from mm-hmm. Williams-Sonoma, by the way. And no, I was not paid to say that, but um, it was Kourtney Kardashian, and it was years ago that I saw her drinking out of these teacups, and I thought they were, like, the coolest thing ever, because they're huge. Like, they are huge. They're two fists. If I hold, you know, two fists, they're that tall, and they're super wide. Like, my hands don't even connect, barely, when mm-hmm. I'm holding them with both hands, Um and I just thought they were so cool because I'm, like, so obsessed with, like, tea gadgets. Like, I have tea boards, you know, like, serving trays, like, different tea kettles, tea pots, um, little tea plates, like, mm-hmm. vintage teacups. I have, like, Oscar de la Renta teacups and, like, Versace, like, teacups. Um, and my grandma, like, totally collects them, too, so I got, like, super into it. 
And of course I have like, honestly, I probably have hundreds of different types of teas. Between here and my house, I have hundreds, you know? Mm-hmm. Loose leaf, packaged, like, I mean, iced teas. Like, I have tons of tea. So I just think it's crazy because in no way did Courtney, or did it seem like she was promoting those teacups. But I was, like, searching for so long. Like, where does she get her giant teacups? And this was years ago. Like, probably, like, five years ago that I saw those teacups and, like, really wanted them. And then people online started, like, writing articles about, like, oh, my gosh, where did Kourtney Kardashian get her teacups? I'm like, okay, now you guys want to get the teacups. But ended up being Williams-Sonoma. No one could find them, but I actually found them. And... Yeah, I really like them. I honestly expected them to be really expensive, like 45 bucks or more, like per cup. But what? Mm. They're like 15 each? For the set of four was 68. Yeah, 68 bucks. I mean, it is pricey, but they're double lined and they're huge. And if you drink tea or, I mean, anything hot, like coffee, um, you know, any like hot drink, it's like pretty worth. I Mm. love them. But. It's just crazy how, like, without even trying, you know, Williamson almost sold out of these cups without her even, like, saying or branding. Like, we didn't even know where she got the cups. Mm-hmm. But we were able to find them through one clip that we, that I guess, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people just happened to see on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So anyway, shout out to Courtney uh, Kardashian for these damn teacups. Um, I mean, she probably... I don't know, Williamson, I better send her those damn cups for life because she'll help them out there. But um, anyway, so enough with these fucking teacups. Was I... Uh... Okay, let's cross that off. I like wrote down what I wanted to talk about. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Just by instinct. Opposite of cantaloupe. Honeydew. Okay, cool. Opposite of apple? Orange. Really? I think I, I think banana. banana. Okay, that was probably my second. I don't know. So, but then I think about it a little bit harder, and I'm like, wait, but the opposite of an apple is an orange for sure. But I love honeydew, but I can't eat it because I'm allergic, you know? Mm. Well, I eat it, like, a little bit. <laughs> but I can't eat too much because it itches the fuck out of my throat. But... Do you swallow up? Do I swallow? Swell up. No, my throat just itches. Mm. So I can't really eat it, but I really like to eat it. So it's kind of like sad. But then I looked it up. Like, why does my throat itch when I eat melon? And it's actually really common. Like, a lot of people's throat itch. <laughs> itches when they eat melon. It's some, some part of the composition of the melon makes for an allergic reaction or some sort of reaction. It's a very common thing, you know. Mm. But I developed it like in my older years. Like, I never had this problem when I was young. Cantaloupe is fucking disgusting. Why? <laughs> cantaloupe is awful, but honeydew is, is really good. I feel like it's just cantaloupe so fresh. Really if it's sweet, cantaloupe is really good. Cantaloupe is awful. It has the weirdest, <clears throat> weirdest taste. It shouldn't even be a fruit. But anyway, and I love like most types of things, but cantaloupe is awful, but I still eat it, which is so weird. Like today when we got that cantaloupe, I still ate it. I don't know why. Um... So, yeah, the association between, like, fruits is really weird to me. Like, why do we associate apple with oranges? And, like, 
apple with banana? Like, why are they opposites? Like, why do we think of opposites for fruit, even though they're nowhere related at all? Anyway, so going back to, like, influence, (laughs) yesterday we were watching David Dobrik. I actually just got into watching David Dobrik this week, and um, I would, like, never understood the hype. And I always thought people were so dumb for, like, being so obsessed with, like, some of these influencers like, God, what the fuck are wrong with these people? Like, are they bored? Like, how bored are you to sit there and watch someone act like a fool, right? And, like, people were obsessed with these people. Like, David Dobrik and who else? Like The Paul brothers. Sure. I don't even know who they are. I don't know who they are. But anyway, and I was like, that would never be me, you know? And then I sit here and I binge fucking David Dobrik videos, <laughs> which are, like... He did him right. Four minutes and 21 seconds. It's just... I mean, why are you exposing him like that? Don't share no, his secrets, dude. Anyways. Right. Yeah, but it's, it's honestly his editing and, like, just the... His branding is just amazing. Like, the, the vibe, like, the, the tone of his videos. They're all, they all have the same structure, the same type of edits. They, like, make you want to be a part of his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They make you want to be, like the next David Dobrik. And he's 22? Dude, he's my age. What am I doing sitting here? I think he's 24. 24? Well, who knows? But, I mean, he's just killing it. Um, And so when I'm talking about these damn cups, and we have a whole podcast about these damn cups. I, like, have to title it something about these cups. But, um, so going back to David Dobrik, he's sitting in the car, and one of his friends um, brought up the fact that I think she met her fiancé via Bumble, right? And I hate even talking about Bumble because I had my own issue with Bumble. I'm not on Bumble. I've never been on it. And I'll never use dating apps. Like, I'll never use dating apps. I like it the old school way, like meet people naturally, like the organic way. Mm -hmm. And someone DM'd me. This has actually happened to me about three times where someone's DM'd me and been like, I found your profile on on Bumble. And I'm like, excuse me? And... I'm like, what do you mean? And they'll send me pictures of myself that somebody screenshotted from Instagram posing to be me on their Bumble. And so I messaged Bumble and I publicly put this out there. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing not regulating the users and verifying, like, a company as big as you not having some sort of verification, like, software or implementation that can ensure the user's identity or authenticity. And so they responded back with, actually, we do. We use a, like a program that verifies the user's identity. I'm like, well, it's not very fucking effective, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not on Bumble, and I would never use your fucking site. And, um, and people are telling me that my pictures are on there, you know? And they're like, well, who's the user? And I'm like, how the fuck would I know? I don't know. I'm not on Bumble. I can't go on there and find them myself. But here are my fucking pictures. So anyways, got super pissed at them. I fucking hate their platform and I hate even talking about them. But um, yeah, highly do not recommend. Just, I mean, date the organic way. Like, I just, we're just turning into like such like an internet-based world. Like, ugh, I fucking hate it. It's just not my style. But back to Bumble. So I guess David's friend found, you know, his fiance on Bumble. And he straight calls Bumble, like, a representative by the name of, like, Eric or something. And he's like, yo, Eric, like, my friend just uh, 
you know, I'm recording for my, my vlog and my friend just mentioned that she found her fiance on Bumble. And I'm really thinking like, I'm highly considering keeping that part in depending on how much money you offer me. And he was laughing his ass off about it. And then the guy is like laughing and he goes, oh shit. Okay. Honestly, how much do you want? You know, he's just like, how much do you want? And David like laughs his ass off even more. And he's like, all right, honestly, I'm willing to offer, I can offer you this. And they bleeped it out because of course we can't know how much they offered to pay him. But straight up the next day, he goes to the bank and pulls all the money out and just gives it away. Mm-hmm. Like he goes to a school that his, his little brother is, you know, goes to and just started handing, you know, cash out. And then his iPads. He bought iPads. Oh yeah, iPads. He passed out iPads and he was giving, you know, I mean, this guy is just crazy, but... The fact that he can just straight call some representative for a major company up and be like, I mean, he holds everyone by their nuts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm kind of surprised his net worth is only $7 million. Who is? David's. Ye- I mean... Only $7 million. I- Net worth is really like your assets combined, right? It's not really like his income. So maybe he doesn't have a lot of assets. He's young, you know? He may have a property. He may have some cars. I mean, he, he hasn't built himself a lot of wealth thus far, you know? Mm-hmm. He owns a $2.5 million home. Yeah. Actually, I heard it was $1.5. Mm-hmm. On his, uh, I think it was online, someone covered it, like GQ or something, inside David Dobrik's $1.5 million home. But anyway, um, I just thought that was like, that's some G shit for real. Like, let me call up Bumble and be like, hey, I'll keep your, I mean, I, I talk about you for three seconds and write me a check. That's basically how this works, you know? Like, that's the type of power that these influencers hold. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it relates to these damn cups. It's crazy. Like, these cups were sold out because Kourtney Kardashian drank out of them. She didn't even say a word about them, but... I mean, they became so popular because of one episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, honestly, TikTok, I mean, I'm kind of jumping around here, but how everything is, like, related and how social platforms, you know, give people so much power and, like, Power is money, and money is also power. Like, it's definitely reversed or, like, interchangeable. And I think TikTok, the reason why it's, like, the reigning, like, it's the supreme platform right now is because they promote other social media platforms. Like, straight on everyone's bio, you can implement your username for, or the direct link for Instagram and YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like, you can click that little icon, and it'll take you directly to another social platform. Which is, like, so crazy because you, you would think that it takes away some of the attention from TikTok, and you're driving that traffic away, and you're promoting other, you know, social platforms. And I, I'm curious to know what is the relationship between TikTok and Instagram or TikTok and Facebook and TikTok and YouTube? Mm-hmm. I mean, these companies are not, they're not shared, but do they have some sort of agreement? I mean, that's pretty insane that they were able to drive traffic away but still remain like the top social media player right now. I mean, there's something like a billion users on TikTok. That's a seventh of the population. 
7 billion people on the planet and one, one seventh of them are on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. But I, I mean, I just think it's really interesting. But so like kind of this thing, this point that I always make when I'm on my lives, um, and some of you probably know, because I always talk about this when I'm on live, I'll be like, yeah, make sure you guys send me like a message on, you know, Instagram or, and I always, I always like try to drive everyone over to Instagram just because I feel like the way they organize their DMs is a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Like you have the people that follow you and the people you follow. And so those DMs are like separated. What's your name on Instagram? <laughs> oh my God. It's the same across all my platforms. O-H dot Giselle. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I always, you know, suggest that people would message me on Instagram just because I honestly think that it's a bit more organized because I actually check daily my requested DMs, right? Because those are the ones that just don't show up immediately on your, like, list of DMs. Um, but I just like how Instagram does that. And for TikTok, the fucking way they have their DMs is so confusing. Like, it's so confusing. It is, I mean, you get, there'll be like one message, but within that message, there are like five, 10 messages. Mm-hmm. And then you have messages with other people. And I don't understand how that really works. Like, okay, you follow someone back, so now you have the option to message them. But if you follow someone, they don't follow you back, then you can't message them sometimes. Sometimes you can. I don't know what the parameters are there, but it's really weird. And I hate the DM, you know, situation on TikTok. I, I wish they change it, but... um. Yeah, so that's why I always, you know, encourage everyone to message me on, on Instagram and that I will always respond. And I, like, hold my word, I do always respond. Like, I kind of fucked myself over there because, like, you know, some of my lives, like, I'll get a good amount of people. And then, like, after the live, it'll be, like, my DMs, you know. And I have to sit there and I have to respond to all of them because I want to, like, uphold my word. And, and I like being engaging and I like in- engaging with, you know, the people that visited my life. It's also like a way for me to show appreciation. Like, thanks for like, thanks for being a part of my life. Thanks for engaging with me. And thank you for actually taking the time to like come over to my Instagram and send me a message. And that I'm, you know, really appreciative that they want to continue the conversation. So for that aspect, that's another reason why I want to respond and want to like, you know, continue the conversation. And it's a good way to be like engaged with your, um, followers. And so, um, I try not to be rude, but sometimes I find myself, because I don't want to be rude, messaging like the same person or like a few, you know, different people that have been really persistent or consistent all day on, on Instagram. So like I have people that found me from TikTok and now we talk like every single day Hmm. on Instagram for hours. We'll be sending each other either voice, you know, voice recordings or like just messaging. And like, like I said, I hate technology actually. And I hate being on it and I hate using it. Um, but especially at night, I really don't like to be on my phone. Like it actually annoys me, but I have the weirdest, and I'm serious, but I have the weirdest like thing where I don't like to see a notification. So if I see a notification on my phone, I have to address it. Like I have to take care of it so that it's like clean and I can be like, okay, like breathe. I don't have that notification on my phone anymore. Mm. So I'll have to go in and respond to it. And I have friends that like have literally like hundred, like 400 unread messages, like the blue dot next to all their messages on their iPhone. And I'm like, how the fuck are you comfortable with all those messages in your phone? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, 
doesn't that bother you, you know, to see all those like messages? Um, oh, I hate that. But actually Instagram has a really cool feature where you can swipe, like swipe to the left and press unread. So if you read the message, but it's long as fuck and you don't want to respond to it, you can just press unread and like, so it reminds you, oh yeah, I still need to respond to that message. Mm. It's a really cool feature and I do it all the time because, you know, one of the people that I talk to messages me big messages and then I'll respond kind of short because like I'm busy or, you know, whatever, but I'm still trying to be responsive and not rude and I like appreciate the conversation. Like he honestly gives me some great content, like some great messages, but, and also he's like very informative. Um, but it'll ask me a lot of questions and, you know, I'm trying to be like engaged and not rude, but also kind of quick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause I still have to like go throughout my day. But, um, so today I had to tell him finally, I was just like, you know, like to be honest, I know it's probably hard to believe, but I really don't like to be on my phone, especially at night. And uh, I'm trying to, you know, be less and less on my phone. And, um, and he's like, okay, I totally understand. He was really nice about it. Some people are just like, haha, okay. Or like, LOL, because they think I'm joking. Mm-hmm. But no, like, I spent my entire day talking to you. Um, but I'm going to be honest and be like, you know, I need to like kind of unwind now and like not be on my phone. And I think that's okay to like express to your followers. And if they're like genuine and they really like like talking to you, then they'll understand and respect it. And you'll talk another time. So I was like, yeah, let's talk soon but not right now. And like, I said that yesterday too. And he kind of like kept messaging, but I always try to remain like, you know, pretty respectful, but, um, yeah. So if you guys like send me a message on Instagram, like I will respond and not to like put a bad taste in anyone's mouth. Like, Oh, she's a bitch. Like, Oh, she doesn't want to talk. Like, why is she even encouraging us to message her? Like, no, I like to talk. I like to offer advice. Like if you guys ask me questions, I will respond. Um, but of course, remain respectful and appropriate, right? Because sometimes I get horrible requests or really disgusting comments, and I'll just be like, <laughs> yeah, nice try. Um, when I say I always respond, that means I always respond if it's appropriate, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you have some sort of like personal issue and you want some advice, and it's like a touchy topic, that, that's not inappropriate. Like, I'll still respond to that. Um, but yeah, I always encourage everyone to like send me a message because I do want to be engaged and, and responsive. And I hope like I can, again, like positively affect someone out there, um, whether it's through this podcast or through a message or something. And I've gotten some positive responses. So that's a good thing, but. So what do you define as disgusting? I mean, at, uh, requesting horrible photos. Oh, they do that? I mean, if you think I was going to pass out photos, like wouldn't I be on OnlyFans? I'd be on OnlyFans. I wouldn't pass out photos for free. Come on now. I actually had a DM once. And uh, he's like, how much? And I was like, how much for what, bro? He's like, how much for some photos? And I was like, way too much. And he's like, what's way too much? I got money. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't. You don't have my type of money. And he's like, he's like, name your price. And I was like, ha. I literally put that. H-A. Lowercase, lowercase A. And he's like, uh, no, shoot it. And I was like, all right, you asked for it, 30K. No, and I'm being serious. It would take $30,000 for me to send a photo. And this is why I'm not on OnlyFans, because I don't think I can request $30,000. I mean, I'd only be messing with the big players, you know what I'm saying? Um, I also hate the idea, and we'll totally talk about the OnlyFans thing another time. So I'm, I'm going to save it. I'm not even going to talk about it. 
Um, but I have friends on OnlyFans, and they make a good amount of money. It's actually crazy. Yeah. I mean, Dobrik's friend literally admitted that she made $100,000 last month <laughs> on OnlyFans. Like, the world be, like, quitting their jobs, bro, to send photos of their body. Like, thank you, God, or whoever the fuck gave me this body, because I'm going to cash out, you know? (laughs) Not my idea, but, you know, it works for some people, just not for me. Anyways, we're out.